Imagine a world where individuals reach their fitness goals because they know exactly what to do and how to do it. That's the vision that gets us up every morning here at RxFit. We are on a mission of helping individuals reach their goals through prescribed fitness. The Faces of RxFit podcast is a continuation of that mission. Let's face it, the vast majority of individuals are either unhappy or unhealthy when it comes to their overall health. This podcast is dedicated to both sharing our stories and teaching our community how sleep, nutrition, exercise, mindset, and connection with others are the key variables that will transform us to happier and healthier people. Every Monday, we interview someone in our community that has made that transformation from unhappy and unhealthy to happy and healthy. Then every Friday, an RxFit coach will share their unique insights on one of these five variables. For those not a part of our gym community, receive your free fitness prescription by signing up for our No Sweat intro on our website, rxfit.health. Now, let's get to today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Faces of RxFit. Today we have a very special guest, Chris Miller. Um, let's go ahead and get started. Right, Chris, thank you, Darren. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm uh, um, a little bit about my background. Yeah. I'm a school social worker. I work for the Provo School District. And okay. I've done that for about uh, 17 years. Um, and have enjoyed, you know, I do the do a lot of uh, uh, counseling with students and parents, mm-hmm. and so I, I really enjoy that. Um, I have a family, I have four girls at home, and then uh, and my wife, and so I have a little family of, of six of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's a little bit about me. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy a lot of outdoor stuff. I, uh, I enjoy fishing a lot of fishing mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that so that's a little bit about me awesome like what are your do you have any like professional goals or like any other goals going from here on out with what you're doing um in my professional life i, I you know there's some i've had thoughts off and on of uh, getting into administration and doing things of that nature i mm-hmm. really like what i do uh, i enjoy helping uh helping people with uh um with their problems and, and mm-hmm. working on uh, ways to see the world differently and and to help them uh, you know be the the best self that they the best them that they could be as yeah. far as a in a um, psychological sense that's awesome what made you want to pursue that as a career um, when I was younger um, my family took in foster kids oh, and cool. so we worked with foster children for a, a long time and I saw the benefits of helping people both in having a good, good environment as well as having a safe place mm-hmm. and, and ways to be able to see things differently than what they have been yeah. you know, in their previous uh, experience. And so that really kind of drove me to want to, to help kids for a, for a living. And so that's kind of what I, I, I first was going to be a school counselor and I talked with a couple of people about what school counseling entailed and yeah. it seemed to be more about just trying to get them, gra- you know, just the graduation piece and yeah. class changes, and I was like, I don't want to do that. So I went into school, school social work. That's so awesome. I really, I really enjoyed it. How long have you been doing that for now? Yeah, about 17 years. Okay. I've been doing that for about 17 years, and uh, 
I just really enjoy it. That's awesome. And then for your hobbies, you mentioned you like the outdoors. Yeah. You like going fishing. Uh-huh. Um, Utah's, Utah's a great place for that. Am I yes. right? Yep. So do you usually go fly fishing or? Yeah, I do, I do a lot of fly fishing. Um, recently, every year I take my family on a backpacking trip. We go backpacking up in the mountains. That's and, awesome. Yeah, to a lake. We actually go up into Wyoming into a lake called Lake Alice. Okay. And uh, it's a beautiful lake set back about uh, several miles off the, um, the main road. Mm-hmm. It's uh, behind Cokeville, Wyoming. I don't know if you've ever heard of Cokeville. Hmm. Um, anyway, they're up in the Bridger National Forest. We'll go up there and backpack in about two, three miles, and uh, we actually push a canoe into the to the lake. It's kind of no it's kind of crazy, yeah. And so we'll we'll stay there for a week um, and uh, learn how to cook and uh, purify our own water, do all that stuff. Oh it's, my goodness, it's kind of fun. And so my kids, my girls, get to have that experience and. Uh, get to be away from everything, you know, and have an opportunity yeah, to be able sure. to see what it's like out in the mountains and, and we learn how to cook and, and everything out there. And so it's a lot of fun. That's really cool. And so you just do this once every summer? Every or? summer. Yeah, every summer. We've done it for the past, oh, I don't know, 13, 13 years. I That's go out awesome. with my uh, brother-in-law and his family and we both go up there and... Um, that's really cool. Yeah, have a good time. How long are you guys up at the lake for? Uh, about a week. Okay. Yeah, so we, um, we get in there Monday, and then we come home Friday or Saturday, depending okay. on uh, what schedules, you know, uh, if we can get, get away for that long. And so Dang. It's a lot of fun. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to look in that. That actually sounds really fun. Yeah. I, enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy that kind of stuff. We'll go uh, a lot of times, like, we'll drive up like American Fort Canyon uh-huh. and go to Silver Lake or we'll hike up to like Pittsburgh Lake. And, oh, yeah. And like you backpack up there, but oh, man, the hikes are they're yeah, a little they're, hard. Yeah, they are hard. Uh, <laughs> this one isn't too, I mean, it's uh, it takes us a while. Yeah. But it's uh, because my, you know, I've got girls and, mm-hmm. young, and young kids. Um, and uh, so it takes us a bit to get in, but yeah. it's a... Uh, it is a fun experience. That's cool. You have really I fun like experience. That. Do you have any crazy stories going out there or anything? Well, there was one year where I had to uh, go back down to the... Um, so we, we take most of our gear up, but the, we leave some down at the, the truck if we need to, you know, because oh, okay. we can't pack it all in. Yeah. So, you know, the next day I went down to get my float tube and my uh, fins. Mm-hmm. And so I, I walked down there and I was down by myself and my, um, <clears throat> we usually take what's called a horse trail in because it's wider so that we can get the canoe into the, into the lake. That's so crazy. And, uh, um, but my brother-in-law had told me about another trail to go um, to get to like a, just a normal hiker trail. Okay. And so he said, go at this certain spot. You're gonna, it's going to branch off. And uh, then you'll be able to go on this hike. Well, I uh, there was a branch before that, and I thought that was the branch, but it was the Overlook Trail. Oh! So I hiked all the way up the top of the mountain, all the way along the mountain, and I'm about I don't know, probably three or four, uh, five miles away from camp. Oh my goodness! And so, and it was getting late, and I was like, oh, what am I going to do? And so there was a. Um, 
there was a place where it was kind of a, some some shell rock, and I just kind of slid down this oh, little device. <laughs> yeah. Finally got into camp, and everybody was like, my brother-in-law had already ran the trail a couple times trying Looking to find me both trails. Oh, and, man. And so it, that was a little intense, so... But I made it out okay. Yeah. And uh, that was uh, one of those I was like, okay, got to know what I'm doing before I get into <laughs> to going to places, you know. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, that's a good story. I freaking love that. <laughs> I need to go to this lake. It's beautiful. It's, it's about, it's a two mile, it's two miles, um, well, probably about half a mile across and two miles long. Oh, okay, gotcha. And it, it, it's, Are there I'm a lot to, of people up there? No. Okay. I mean, we'll Even go better. up. We'll go up on Monday, and then we'll see people coming in on uh, maybe Thursday, maybe Friday. We'll have oh, another, okay. maybe one other group. The most I've ever seen up there is about two, two groups. Okay. So it's pretty remote. It's not far off the path. I mean, you have to drive it on a dirt road to get into the mm-hmm. the campground that's below it, but then you hike two miles to get into the. Okay. Uh, into the lake. Do you need like a raised truck or anything to get in there or it's just... So you do have to have four-wheel drive because you cross the river. Oh, cool. Uh, but they have uh, they have um, little, I don't know what they've built, like um, concrete pylons that they put across oh, so yeah. that you don't sink in the mud. Gotcha. And, but it, there's times where it's high and it'll be up halfway up your door. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Man, they, yeah, they have that up American Fort Canyon. I, I didn't even think of what the concrete slabs were for, though. But that yeah. makes that makes sense. Yeah, so it's it, it's fun. It's a it's a good drive, and it's just it, it's a good experience for that's cool. Family. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm like over here taking notes because I'm like <laughs> I gotta go to this lake. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, so what about um we've talked about a few aspects of your life um let's get in the fitness aspect so let's start like from the beginning like how did your fitness journey start and like what led you to like the path you're on right now well i've um when i was younger i did a lot of sports okay I played uh, uh you know i played football i wrestled and uh and i uh um, did track in high school, so I did three sports in high school, mm-hmm. um, and then I wrestled in college for BYU before oh, they cool. uh, before they dropped their program. Well, when I, right after I, um, well, I guess I played at BYU too. I played their uh, rugby for a year. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. And so that was that was a lot of fun. But uh, after I got married, I developed diabetes, type one diabetes. Okay. So I got really sick before our first child, and and uh, I've come to find out it was because my I, I guess I had an autoimmune response, and it killed the the cells in the pancreas that produce insulin. And, Holy cow! And I yeah developed type one diabetes, and so you know I've I've always tried to to be fit, but with family life and and work life and stuff, it it gets tough, and so um, and with diabetes, so that was a that was a big uh, struggle and so yeah, I for sure I tried to do little workouts on my own and different things like that but it never stuck yeah and so about so I was probably about three years ago two and a half years ago three years ago I uh, my wife was just seeing how it was affecting me and I and I kept talking about I need to get into more of a routine of of working out and and so 
there was a promo at a at a, a gym like that uh, just said, okay, well, you can do this for three months, and uh, it was a it was more of a um, you know group class like it is here, and yeah. so I started I started that, and I and I worked out there for the summer because it, it it was a teacher deal, and because I'm on the kind of a teacher calendar yeah. during the summer, I had some time to to do that, and and so I started working out, and I started noticing that uh, I started feeling better. My diabetes was, uh, I was able to manage that, that better. And, oh, okay. And, uh, and so when I got to the end of that and that price of that gym doubled or tripled, I was like, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm on a teacher salary. And, oh man. And so I had a good, a really good friend and I think he's still, uh, he's still here at the gym. Uh-huh. Uh, Nathan Walsh, I think he goes down yeah, the street. Yeah, yeah, we talked to him uh, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And so Nathan, uh, I, I called him up and I said, "Hey, tell me about your gym. I'm looking to I'm looking <laughs> so to change." Funny. No way. And so he used to be my neighbor, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so we would we would just go to the old Provo on Draper Lane, the, the Provo gym on Draper Lane. I, I yeah. just said, "Okay, let's start. I just need a place to go uh-huh. that has what I like about uh, you know RX Fit and." gyms of, of that nature is that we have a community that we can work out with and, yeah and uh and so i with him i did that for about a year and a half and then he moved and i just i just kept kept doing that that's awesome yeah. that is so, so cool and i just it, it, i just see the benefits of what it does for me and yeah and uh for my health as well as for my my family's health because i yeah you know, I'm, I'm able to to do more and be more active and that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Hey, is that a is the door to the gym closed? Yeah. Okay. Dang. It's okay. I'll try and edit out the background noise. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Um. That's so funny. Like we just talked to Nathan, I just talked to Nathan about like what he was doing, and how he's doing. I know he got he got a little sick or something. Yeah. I gotta follow up and see how he's doing. Yep. But. Um, so like with, with diabetes one, how does doing this help manage that? Well, one of the things with diabetes, there's, you know, you have type one and type two. Type two is an insulin resistance where your cells don't use the insulin that is produced very effectively. Type one, you don't produce any insulin. Oh, wow. And and so I have a... You know, those that have maybe worked out with me have seen me with a little pump that yeah. looks like a pager on the side of my, uh, that I have on my hip. And yeah. that is, that gives me insulin so that I can, uh, my cells can use the sugar that's in my blood. And uh, when I work out, what happens is that my, my muscles can use that sugar in my blood so I, have, I can use less insulin. And, and it just, okay. it helps me to regulate the blood sugars better. You don't want to be too high. You don't want to be too low. And uh, so it, it just helps me to kind of manage that, uh, my blood sugar, so that I can feel better. Because okay. uh, too high of blood sugar, I get really lethargic and tired and don't yeah. want to do anything. Too low of blood sugar can also be a problem. And, and yeah, so, you don't want you to pass out yeah, or anything. Out. <laughs> Dang. So I, it's just something that I manage, but working out helps me to manage that better. Okay, awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, 
<coughs> Sorry. That's okay. I've been trying not to cough the whole time. Um, so, with, um, like, where do you see yourself going now? Like, what are your, we kind of talked about why you're here, what you're doing. Do you have any further goals with your fitness that you're trying to hit? Or is it just consistency and just maintaining? Well, I'd like to be, uh, consistency and maintaining is a huge goal of mine. Yeah. Because I just see that if, I notice that if I miss a week or two and I, I start to get in a bad rut, it's hard for me to get back out. Yeah. And uh, and with my with you know the health conditions I have, if I don't do that, I know the what what struggles I have. Yeah. And so you know I'd I'd love to some of the the fitness goals is I'd love to be able to um, do some of the more gymnastics types things better. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I use bands for all my <laughs> pull-ups and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's because gravity loves me. <laughs> and so, uh, but I'd love to, you know, continue to get fit and, and slim down. Yeah. It's hard with, uh, um, with diabetes because you're giving yourself insulin, which is a, a hormone that stores fat. Oh, and yeah. so, okay. as, as you're regulating your blood... It's also a, it's kind of a fight. You're constantly yeah. fighting that to try and make sure that you're, um, you got to be pretty, pretty consistent. And, yeah. And um, anyway, that's a, that's a challenge. Um, but I'd love to, I'd love to be able to get to some of those points where I can do the, more of the um, gymnastic movements okay. and, and things of that nature. And I'm getting there and I realize my journey is going to be slow. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm not as young as I used to be. Yeah. And so, uh, but those are, I think it, it's it's good goals to have and to realize that I can slowly get to there. Okay. I mean, I when I first started the gym, I remember for that first year after every workout, I was just exhausted. Yeah. And I just felt like I'd get to work and I could have a hard time trying to just, um, you know, make it through the 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 day because I was exhausted but now I don't I'm not having that and so I'm mm-hmm. seeing that just those slow steps yeah for I don't sure. I don't have to I don't have to be where everybody's at right at once mm. I just have these small goals and if I can reach those small goals then over time it, it builds into something that that'll be that I'll be able to be healthy yeah for you know sure. my my overall goal is to be able to be active with my kids for a long time yeah. And with my grandkids, when I have grandkids, you know. And That's so, awesome. I like, I like how you have it set up where it's not just short-term goals, but it's like leading into long-term goals. Yeah. I really like that. And I think that's a big thing is if we're creating like good habits, yeah. they're going to last a lot longer than just trying to hit like a six-week goal or a diet or something. Yeah. So I really like that. I think that's awesome because that's, I don't know, I think that changes lives. Yeah. And at the same time, like with you being a college athlete, like, being in shape is a, I would say it's addictive. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good like it's a good feeling to be in that kind of shape and yeah, it is. And uh, you know, that was that was hard for me after I got graduated and everything because you lose the opportunity. I mean, you get busy with life gets really busy. Yeah, with, for sure. With family and uh, and work and trying to get and you know everything that you have to done. And I, I was trying to work out in the afternoons, um, and I couldn't do. I couldn't keep a consistent schedule. Yeah. 
So that's why you see me at 5.30 in the morning, yeah, because I can be consistent, even though I'm tired, you know, but I can be consistent at that. Mm-hmm. And so I just have to set my, my days so that that's, uh, that's what it looks like. Yeah. And so if I can find something that I'm consistent at and can continue to do, um, I'll continue to grow and get better. It, mm-hmm. It's not going to be a... I, I'm, I'm more like a Clydesdale and not a sprint horse or a yeah. race horse, you know. I just kind of keep going and just keep going and I'll, I'll get there. You I know? like it. Do you feel like working out in the mornings helps give you momentum for the rest of the day as well? It, it does. It, it helps me. I mean, if, I, if I'm not good, if I stay up late last the night before, obviously, oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. about around 2 o'clock, I'm ready to take a nap. But um, it does give me a boost for the morning, able to get get to work, you're able to think really clearly and yeah. and get things done. Um, and I have to be, you just have to be kind of disciplined for how late you're going to stay up. Yeah, You sure. know you got to get to bed by this time and you know, you just got to get into a routine and, and that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you realize all the aspects of fitness that are important, both eating and your sleep. Sleep's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially when you're, you got a lot of things going, you know, you got to yeah. just make sure that you're, you schedule for that. You can't let that go by the wayside. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, we're almost out of time and I know you got to head out pretty soon, but, uh, what advice do you have for people, you know, that are either just starting in the gym or just, you know, they could feel like they're in a rut trying to hit their goals. What advice do you have for people, you know, trying to, you know, reach their goals I think for me um, if I'm to look from my experience is just to take it just take it a week at a time Mm -hmm. and just say okay I just want this small goal I just want to get here and it doesn't have to be lofty I mean we come to the gym and there's some people like you that are super fit (laughs) thank you I appreciate it and and you know when I'm working out with all the young kids and I mean, I call you kids, but young guys and, yeah. and girls and everything. I'm, a, I'm the old guy, and, and you guys are tearing up the workout. And I just said, okay, I just got to do this. This is what I just have to do. And I find that as I do that over time, I, I'm building uh, both capacity and ability. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think just having smaller goals and not expecting yourself to be at the, the top of the game yeah. The first time you walk through the door at the gym. Yeah, for sure. And, and saying, okay, building anything is going to take time. Yeah. And so I've got to give myself time to be able to build that and be okay to fail at certain things as I'm trying mm-hmm. and not be discouraged. I mean, I, the first, I still fail at yeah. a lot of things, but I just realized that, okay, now I make a, a, a little um, tweak here or there and the next time it's better. It's not perfect, but the next time it's better, and, yeah. and my my overall fitness is getting a little bit better. And so, not to get discouraged, just to say, okay, building any any time we're building something, it's going to take some time to mm-hmm. to get to that end goal. I like it. So be patient. Yep. One week at a time. Yep. I would say celebrate the small victories. Yep. A lot of what those. you said, yep. you know, and, and fo- focus on your goals. Yep. Um, I even know a lot of people that are in shape or even like look like they're in really good shape. They come to the gym and they'll get their butts whooped by a lot of people that 
don't look like yeah. they're in any good shape at all. And, you know, it's just because they've taken the time to build that good motor, that engine, and, like, they know the movements. And, yeah. You know, so it's, I don't know, like, just go from where you're at and keep going. Yeah, and I, th I think don't compare yourself to others. Yeah, that's huge. Because other people are at different spots, and they're, they're, they're in their fitness and in their, um, where they're, out, they're at in life, yeah. you know? And so I just say, I'm not comparing myself. I'm just coming to, to make sure I can be the best person I can be. I like it. That's so. awesome. Well, thank you, Chris, yeah. for doing this with me. Hey, thank I you, freaking Dan. enjoy it. Yeah, awesome. All right, that's all we got for today. Okay, thank you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you have questions you would like asked on this podcast, send them to me through the gym's Instagram account at rxfit.gym. Also, as a final reminder, if you don't currently work out with us at rxfit, I invite you to email me at tyler at rxfit.health where we can discuss your 2020 health goals. Let's do this together.